Oh, g'day there. Welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB at a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, this morning, uh, just when you thought streaming couldn't get any more confusing, uh, we've got some news for you. Uh, the Lion King. Uh, Good news, bad news, is it good for the entertainment industry, bad for MIQ, it's all so confusing. America's Cup, nothing confusing about that, Uh, we're into it and it looks like today could be the day and uh, Mike basically insults women everywhere and then has to apologise for it. But before any of that, uh, this underage deportee situation, uh, how did the government not see this coming? So, so the 15-year-old deporter from Australia... Not quite the surprise the Prime Minister made it out to be. I mean, it was a surprise to her, given no one told her, but the fact no one told her is the clue here. Once COVID fades from its omnipresence in our lives, that is when it really gets interesting. Nanaya Mahuta, as it turns out, was told weeks ago about this kid, so why didn't she tell anyone else? Because, answer, she's got no political radar. The no surprises policy is a good policy, because when enacted properly, it saves the Prime Minister looking hopelessly out of touch. The fact Mahuta didn't say anything is an example of this government's performance. Before COVID, and doesn't that seem like a long time ago, uh, this government were famous for being largely useless. The economy ending 2019 into 2020 was grinding to a halt. The year of delivery had turned into a joke for the ages, and generally they were heading into election year in a pile of trouble. COVID saved them, of course, the way it saved or helped many a government and politician all over the world in the past 12 months who happened to have had a vote scheduled in the middle of a pandemic. But COVID should be done by the end of this year as the sole focus of our attention, which means governments can be judged on their multifaceted merits. And this is where our one is in serious trouble. This week's poll is a snapshot of why they're still safe and whether Mahuta is hopeless isn't really a story, or whether they ignored Treasury advice on Ihamota isn't really a scandal, it might be otherwise. 35% of people don't know, won't answer. That was in the poll, 35% of people. That's actually higher than national support. Don't know, won't answer, are in fact the opposition. It's the way of the year after an election. That's the electoral cycle. It's the way it is. A decent chunk of voters aren't engaged enough to care, and a government can use that to their advantage. Not for too long, though. By the middle of next year, the focus is back, the attention has peaked, and decisions are starting to be formed. But if you take out COVID, this lot largely are unchanged, with the exception of the Prime Minister, whose halo, as the poll shows, is already in serious trouble. Decent Prime Ministers ride the polls, by the way, well into the 50s and 60s. Having already dropped 15 and into the 40s, that's a red flag. People are onto her. But they'll be onto the rest of them soon enough unless they get their act together. And unlike last time, given there is no coalition, they make the whole government up. There is no one to blame but them. Nanaya and her lack of radar is but one of a large selection of problematic operators that will eventually come back to haunt them. Yeah, so um, good at giving out um, hugs and managing pandemics. Perhaps not that good at politics yet. That seems to be the verdict there. And maybe that's the verdict of that poll from earlier in the week as well. Um, now, uh, Spark Sport, it's still going. Um, some people, me included, thought that it might not last very long. But they still seem to keep signing up new sports. Spark Sport, well done them. Uh, this is the interesting thing. I'm a sports fan, but I'm not into paying for 1,700 different people who supply products. So they've gone and got themselves the MotoGP. I don't watch the MotoGP. Motorbikes aren't my thing, but be that as it may. Their new deal covers, they've taken it off Sky, of course. Their new deal covers 2021 to 2023. Uh, They've got the Moto2, the Moto3. And uh, so that goes on top of the New Zealand Grand Prix, the Toyota Racing Series, Formula One, of course, and the WRC deals. So are they shaping themselves up to be a motorsport hub? 
Now, if that's deliberate, then good on them because that's the way of the future because people like me then will come across and pay the money if that's where I go and get. But, you know, if I'm only going to get Formula One but no other motor racing, for example, the supercars are still on Sky, of course, how much money do you want me to spend over how many different operators and I don't have the time in the first place? You see what I'm saying? So the market's being segregated so widely. So maybe Spark are onto something if they're after things with wheels and next stop should be the supercars, and if they can get that, they're going to get some customers, as far as I can work out, because motorsport's big. Yeah, it turns out Sky's got the supercars until 2025 or something. So, um, yeah, who knows whether Spark Sport, or indeed Sky Sport, will still be, be here then. Um, uh, the Lion King, that's not sport, that's arts and culture. I think we can put it in that camp. Um, do they deserve to be here or not? Tell you what, the only reason Lion King's a story, and there is upset, if in fact you are upset, is because when you're running an entry or MIQ system as small and restrained as ours, the queue's a mile long and it's full of angry, frustrated and desperate and more often than not deserving people. It's like the queue for social housing, 22,000 and growing, and even if the government delivers what they say they're going to, 18,000 homes by 2024, there are still thousands missing out, and that doesn't, by the way, include the bit where the queue number is today's number, not whatever it will be in three years' time. I mean, if MIQ were run in a progressive, dare I suggest, entrepreneurial way, we would have room for a lot more people and be able to serve a great many more needs. Industry would have their own facilities that they paid for, overseen by the government, of course. This would allow any number of employers to bring in skills we can't get. They would arrive, quarantine, then get to work. Everyone from the RSE worker to the specialist drivers we need in construction and at the ports. There isn't a reason in the world why this shouldn't already be up and running. A trans-Tasman bubble would have been reciprocated months ago, and that alone would have freed up 40% of MIQ. Once again, not a single reason, asks Scott Morrison, why this shouldn't already be in place. By making those two simple measures reality, all of a sudden, a lot of Lion Kings and expats have space to be able to return or enter. It's all, as we have said a thousand times, about attitude. doesn't have to be one or the other. doesn't have to be anywhere near as constrained as it is. Performances are important, of course, culturally and economically, but then so are RSE workers and crane operators and expats. It's not like the ideas haven't been put forward either, not like the offers of expertise and help haven't been proffered, but when you think small and you're not adept in the first place, this is where you end up pleasing hardly anyone. And a nasty outworking of all of this is the fact we turn on each other. A lot of nitpicking, finger-pointing and anger. None of this has to be anywhere close to what it is. Could be a mile bigger, mile better, mile more productive. If only, if only those who ran this place had the right attitude and some willpower. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm torn on this. I'm not entirely convinced that a foreign production with foreign cast members should be allowed to operate here when there are other productions going on with local cast and crew and stuff. At the same time, I quite like to see it. It's always tricky, isn't it? <laughs> We're going to... Uh, uh, look at the America's Cup now. It, gosh, it's fun, isn't it? Whatever it is, it's fun. Is it unpatriotic of me to say I want two races today? I want, uh, I want, I want Luna Rossa and uh, I want Francesco. I've become obsessed with Francesco Bruni. If you listen to the onboard comms, he is sensational. I love that guy. I'm assuming he's the guy. I was watching some pictures yesterday. Uh, Max Serena comes down the ramp. They all come down the ramp. Uh, and I thought it was a lovely shot. I'm assuming it was his kids. Uh, Spittle was walking down the plank with his kids. And uh, but Bruni comes down. He's blowing kisses to the crowd. He is he, he's quintessentially Italian, and he and he speaks in that magnificent Italian accent you get when they speak English. And he's full of excitement. And he's the guy whose heart's running at 118, while Spittles is running at 68. And he's just up and he's so Italian. I just love him. Anyway, uh, if if they win one today, that'll be good. In fact, to be frank, 
I would like the yachting to go to, to six hall and we'd have a decider. That would be the ultimate sports event. Can I just tell you, I read yesterday... So you're thinking maybe Sunday by that, by that well, stage? I don't I care mean, what day it, it is. You know, if, the, just... if the wind keeps shifting around, only one race a day... Oh, no, I'd do two I... races. I'd do two till it's done. Well, well no, I'm... no, let's... You see, it was unpatriotic. The no, pat... I just asked, is it unpatriotic? No, no, because the patriotic thing is to keep bringing the business into... Did right. The, the hospitality people, and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More we can bugs. get this going into next week if have we a really good time. try. Get Simon Dallow down to the waterfront. Do you think TVNZ's ever going to live that down last night or is it just a media thing surely everybody in the country who watches tv1 news noticed last night that poor old simon was down at the waterfront along with i think everybody in the newsroom who decided that we'd already won the cup and we needed to cross to eight thousand people around the country at no point in the meeting did anybody ever say hey guys what happens if we don't win and all of our resources have been placed into a story that didn't happen will that make us look silly just a suggestion for the 10 o'clock this morning, in case you go down the same track. I mean, is anybody else as embarrassed by TVNZ's... The, 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 the racing's fine, but everything around it is just so embarrassing. It's so bad. It's, it's bring your kid to work days and let them run the camera stuff. I mean, I don't know anything about television, but I've watched a lot of it, and I don't. I, I actually can't stop watching it because it's 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 that car crashy. Anyway, and I, I want to make this quite clear: it's nothing to do with any women that were involved. I, I don't know if you picked it up, but there was a small snafu on the program just before seven. Cities in New Zealand are dangerous places, not just for women, but for kids and regular people as well. <laughs> And when I said that, of course, I thought to myself, that's a fairly cumbersome way of talking. I, I think we've actually, if, if we just play it a little bit longer, you, we'll, we'll hear you re- realise that. We'll hear the moment that you realise that. Okay. Cities in New Zealand are dangerous places, not just for women, but for kids and regular people as well. And we've got to do something about it. <laughs> Almost a pause of in a turmoil. Yeah, I think that's what that was, actually. And I uh, didn't have time to correct myself and suggest that women are regular people. No, and regular no, no. People no, no, no. You, you, you're getting women. it wrong. Back up the truck. And they, no there's one... nothing regular about women. They are far superior. They're the greatest of all. Exactly. That's what you meant, I there think There are none find. better. There are none better than the woman. See how I tried to dig him out of the hole and then right at that last bit at the end there. Why did he have to say the woman like that? I don't... Oh, man, you try, you try. I'm Glenn ZB. I'll try again tomorrow. That was the rewrap, and I'll be back with another one, another try then.